0: Welcome back. What might happen next to the abortion bill? A very Alabama-style car theft, and we're closer to having a champ on The Voice. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. As expected, the Alabama Senate passed the bill that would ban almost all abortions in the state in the case that it's legally upheld, reports AL.com's Mike Kasin. The vote was 25 to 6. Sponsors of the bill have made no bones about the intent here. It's a direct challenge to Roe v. Wade, and so they want this thing to be challenged all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. And that goal, some say, is behind the desire to keep exceptions in the case of rape and incest off the bill. And they were able to keep those exceptions off on Tuesday. In an anti-abortion state like Alabama, if there's any political risk to this at all, it would be that the more restrictive you make the law, maybe you lose votes or support along the way. Now, that didn't happen in any significant extent in the legislature, as the bill easily passed both the House and Senate. But could that have any effect on whether Governor Kay Ivey signs the bill? You certainly wouldn't expect her party to pass a bill she wouldn't sign. But we don't know, because Ivy hasn't said what she'll do. On Friday, she said she would wait until a final version of the bill reaches her desk before she decides whether or not to sign it. Now, the governor has been in the pro-life camp. She did favor the amendment last fall that would outlaw abortion in Alabama if the Roe v. Wade ruling were overturned. Her opponent, Walt Maddox, has said he's pro-life, but didn't support the amendment because it didn't explicitly include, you guessed it, exceptions for rape and incest, or even the health of the mother. Ivy criticized Maddox, quote, It's unconscionable to me that Walt Maddox would join abortion rights activists from across the country in opposing this measure that simply recognizes the rights of our precious unborn babies, end quote. Now, that's not directly addressing the exceptions that weren't there, and it was during an election campaign, so who knows? but it's about as good an indicator as we have on what the governor might do. Well, you have car theft and then you have Alabama car theft. When you have Alabama car theft, it doesn't matter whether the vehicle you steal is a Mercedes, somebody's taking it mud. When you have Alabama car theft, there are gonna be charges of theft, burglary, criminal mischief, sure, but also a charge of destruction of crops. And when you have Alabama car theft, you're going to find a stranger to help pull you out when you get stuck. But that's probably where your plan is going to come unraveled. AL.com's Ashley Remkus reports that that's pretty much what happened recently in Limestone County near Athens. Two people broke into a home and stole keys to a 2013 Mercedes C250 and helped themselves to it. A day later, the Mercedes was covered with mud and stuck in a cornfield. Now, you hate it for the owner of the car, but this isn't a crime that's likely to go unsolved. Investigators already have named a pair of suspects, 24-year-old Brett Kirkland Burks and 39-year-old Stephanie Lynn Dutcher. If you have any information on the crime or the whereabouts of the suspects, the Limestone County Sheriff's Office would love to hear from you. Dexter Roberts, that 27-year-old country singer out of Fayette, is now Alabama's lone representative on NBC's The Voice, reports AL.com's Mary Clurso. After Tuesday's episode, he's on his way to the finals against three others. 34-year-old Rod Stokes of Grand Bay was eliminated from the competition in the semifinals. Now, Roberts will sing again in next Monday night's finals on NBC. The winner will be announced during Tuesday night's show. Thanks for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow. Until then, y'all come see us on the internet at AL.com.